Welcome to Musical Chairs, the podcast about musicals where we are sat in chairs. Which is why we've called it Musical Chairs. And if we're ever not sat in chairs, uh, we'll definitely let you know. Each episode we're going to discuss a different musical and I'm certain we'll be sat in a chair. Although to be honest Jade, that chair that you're sitting in right now is very broken, so... So grab your tap shoes and sailor's hat. As we enter the world where true love is always requited and the Nazis are always defeated by a song. Welcome, Welcome to Musical Chairs! chairs. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi guys. Hi guys. Welcome Long time back. no speak. How's, how you been? You've been alright. Have we got our tea and biscuits? Tea and bourbons. Have a biscuit, Jay. Go on, just have a biscuit. Have a little biscuit. Have a little have a little malted milk. I'm gonna do one of those you know, those YouTube things where it's like that sexy AM 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 Yeah, I'll do that and I'll do MRSA MRSA video. I don't feel well. Is that in bad taste? No. Oh fuck That was like years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, as years ago. It's funny now, isn't it? Exactly. I like a malted milk. I do, but bourbon. There's something special about a bourbon. I thought bourbons were longer than that. These aren't. These are short bourbons. Mm. Well, these are supermarket brand bourbons. Yeah, that's what you get when you buy cheap. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to Musical Chairs. That's the name of our podcast. And yeah, I've got a biscuit in my mouth. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> so biscuits were a bad idea. Mm. How have you been, Jade? Very unprofessional of me. Um, yeah, I've been fine. I suppose Christmas has been and gone. Yeah, I've just moved flat, and it's warmer than my old one. Which anyone who knows me will know that I've been moaning about being cold constantly. And what's your new address again? My new address <laughs> is one oh eight. The road. <laughs> the road. And your Brighton. Phone number is five 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 five. Exactly. <laughs> so, the world, England, the universe. Very precise. So we just watched Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Yay! We're back at it, back at it again. Yeah, we chose a good one this time. <laughs> Are you saying the last one wasn't a good one, Jade? It wasn't a fun one. Rock of Ages, which was questionable. Yeah, but we're on another rock musical. Yeah, yeah. And this one is one of my favourite musicals, actually, so I'm going to find it hard to criticise it. We don't have to criticise it. No, I know, <laughs> but sometimes I like to not just be, you know, blowing smoke up the bums of the musical but this one I just it is one of my favourites genuinely one of my favourite musicals yeah it's been a while since I've seen it but I really enjoyed it mm. and it is one of my favourites too and I forgot how much I like it yeah um, and it's a good length yeah it's under 90 minutes yeah, which is, which is amazing good. for a movie it's always what I like yeah definitely if you're going to be 89 minutes you're going to be on my good side that's, <laughs> that's a good Tick side already. of 90 minutes that one so do you want to sort of there might be quite a few people, I think, who have because it's quite a cult musical, isn't it? 
So I think there's a lot of people that actually yeah, like either haven't seen it or haven't even heard of it a lot of the time. I think Jade, if you're a straight white man, Jade, you probably haven't seen this film actually. No, okay? Exactly. Probably not, you're probably not down in the know of it. You're probably just busy watching straight white musicals. <laughs> yeah, all those, <laughs> all those straight white men musicals, like The Greatest Showman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, no, yeah. I mean, it it this does have a heavily um, LGBT mm. theme. Yes, it? it's it's like one of the first films that I saw that was like it is. Mm. Does that make any sense? Like yeah, quite yeah, a definitely. gay movie. Mm. But it's very, but it's very unconventional in that way. I wouldn't say it's like a, I wouldn't say it toes the line of the sort of easy, safe LGBT kind of content. It's it's no. not like um, I'm trying to think of an example of something that does that, and I can't now. I don't know, like. High School Musical does. <laughs> that classic LGBT. That classic LGBT. But what I mean is, is it's raw and it's um, got a lot mm. to say. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's different and, and it's it, non-conforming. Yeah, definitely. And it's got, um, it shows bad sides of characters and they're not all, it, like in a musical a lot of the time, yeah, okay, you've got like the bad character who's like mm. an archetypical bad character, but then like the protagonist is like a good, you know, and, and in musicals people are, Stereotypes, which is a good thing, but I think in this they're more well-rounded characters. I think like Hedwig has yeah. Hedwig is really endearing on one side, but then fucking awful on another side. But that's because Hedwig is a rock star, yeah, and an enig- and an, an enigma, and therefore. Hedwig can do whatever Hedwig wants to do. Mm, yeah, but if Hedwig wants to rip up your passport. No, that, that bit is like the I'm worst sorry. bit. It makes me so sad every time. Yeah, but you can understand why Hedwig is doing it. Yeah, but it still doesn't make it okay. They wanted to go and be in Rent. <laughs> and she thought, Anyone would have fucking done that. hate exactly. Rent. <laughs> you would have done it. I've actually never seen Rent. Neither have I, actually. Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends I used to live with, he loves Rent. And um, we nearly we started watching it, but I don't know what happened and I didn't watch all of it. It's about AIDS. Yeah, I thought it was about prostitution as well. Is it? Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I I'm thinking <laughs> we haven't boy. Seen it. Yeah. All I know is it's about AIDS. Yeah, bit. and it's like dra- um, theatre school, isn't it? They want to be like dancers, yeah. dance school. I think it's on Netflix. We should probably watch it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe okay. that could be one of the ones we do in the future. Yeah. So, Hedwig. So, Hedwig and Angry Inch is about a, I want to say, gender bending rock star called Hedwig from Germany, from East Berlin, mm. who comes over. And has a botched sex change operation and um, becomes a rock star. And that's about the extent of the plot, right? And also, well, yeah, kind of. But then there's also the, there's also another kind of, there's that as one of the storylines. And then like a parallel, and that's kind of in flashbacks. But then parallel to that in the now, there's like her ex-lover, Tommy, who she like taught rock mm-hmm. the, the the world of rock to? He's going around become a famous rock star with songs that they wrote together and basically Hedwig wrote majority of, and then he's got really famous rock stars. So she's also trying to like like get like recognition. Yeah. And so that there's is... that like there's like the two parallel. But that's it, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I like about it. It's simple. a short film. The story's simple. Mm. It doesn't even really resolve in no, a way. No, no, no. It kind of is just always confused by the end. Yeah, but it's just simple, and mm. that's it. And there isn't really any kind of plot as such. No, it just kind of 
goes along mm. and it's all about the like songs. follows Hedwig's life and like yeah. it's like yeah it's like a film about Hedwig I've realised now as I've got older that's what I want I want a film that's less than 90 minutes I want it to have little to no plot mm. and I just want there to just to be singing and yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy and some cool wigs yeah the wigs really help mm. actually I like them the wigs are really cool and that's what I like about this film as well it's like a, it's fantastical and it's like there are moments where it just breaks the full four literally mm. like where the caravan wall falls down and then yeah. they're all singing along like a TV special it's just great yeah it's and they've just... got the little wig that's like along like the lyrics you know and uh, yeah the bouncy, the bouncy Mickey thing head yeah yeah and they have that with a wig I put on some makeup turn on So Hedwig is from Berlin. Mm-hmm. Jade, this is a great segue. Have you ever been to Berlin? I have been to Berlin with my parents and my brother. We went um, when I was about 22 or three. Mm-hmm. And we went, um, it was kind of before I was going off traveling. And so we wanted to do, well, my parents wanted to do like a family trip. And my brother was always sort of living away at the time. So it was quite rare that we were all together. So we went to Prague for a few days and then we got the train to Berlin and it was like maybe February so it was like really snowy and it was really beautiful mm-hmm. on the train and it was really cool. I would like to go back to Berlin and see like the other side of Berlin because I didn't like go out or anything like, you know, I didn't go out clubbing or anything like that. So it would be quite interesting to see that side of things. I've been yeah. to Ham, I used to have a really good friend from Hamburg and I visited her quite a few times and kind of did that like German clubbing scene there. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm like a massive clubber, but no, I no, do no. think... No, no, You said it now, Jade. You are. You went on the German clubbing scene. That's cool. You're cool, Jade. Don't worry. We'll think you're cool. Okay? I want to prove to you think you're cool. No, I'm not. And I'm not a clubber, really. I'm a, I am prefer going to pubs. But if you go to Berlin, I do think it would be really interesting to see, just because it's like, you know... Actually, Jade, I've been to Berlin. So, yeah, yeah tell me so, all about your trip to Berlin. Um, I went to Berlin for like three days. Nice. And... Um, I did actually go to a club. Actually. Oh yeah, how was uh, it? It was really good. It was like I can't remember where it was exactly, but we got the the train. What do they call it? The 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 tube system. Oh, I don't know. I can't it. remember what it was called. Das also banned. It's a das, <laughs> das train, and we got on das it. <laughs> das tube. Yeah. <laughs> And we went somewhere sketchy, and there yeah, was like classic. Yeah, it was like under a bridge. Nice. Yeah. And, yeah. That's what I expect. It looked like. A German sort of Manhattan, you know, it's like under this yeah. weird big bridge, and then there was this bar, and they had like furniture on the ceiling. <laughs> so hipster. Yeah, that? it was really hipster, yeah, yeah. and that's what I like about Berlin. It really is like super hipster. Yeah, I mean that's Berlin's like the hipster sort of capital, isn't it? It was hipster it's the Brighton before. of Germany, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> but it was hipster before hipster was like a thing. It's always, yeah, it's Germans are the original edge. hipsters, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good. There was we went to like a sports bar that was full of like old men. And nice. you could still smoke in there. Yeah, when I went to Hamburg, you could still smoke inside. And I um, 
I mean, I've never really smoked, but I did when I was there because you could smoke inside and they were just like, you could just when buy the cigarette. Yeah, exactly. And you could just buy like a, a cigarette from behind the bar. Like it didn't have to be like a packet of cigarettes. <laughs> one cigarette in an ornamental case. <laughs> wrapped. <laughs> like a like a cigar. Yeah, exactly. Just neatly wrapped, gift wrapped. Um, I went to the Berlin Wall, which yeah, is I've a prominent there. metaphor in this movie. Yes, yeah, exactly about breaking down the divisions yeah and between... the binary and all that stuff yeah definitely i was thinking at the end it was like well obviously i know it's not a coincidence i was like oh yeah that's a really good idea and <laughs> oh, i like to use i that. get it now <laughs> i mean obviously i got had got it before but it was just like oh, oh yeah right. like it's not a coincidence is it when i was uh in berlin in the gift shops everywhere like at the station like everywhere they have these postcards and the postcard has like a little plastic bubble on it which has a piece a of, of the, the wall. Berlin yeah, wall yeah. and I was like is this the actual Berlin Wall because it's, it's, it feels like it would be so easy just to get a piece of granite or oh, stone yeah, 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 and just paint it a various bit of colour yeah. and it's almost like the paint gave it its authenticity because it's like mm. graffiti from the Berlin yeah. Wall but come on like looking back on it it's about as real as like I don't know those postcards with Princess Diana's face on it like thinking that actually is like Princess Diana yeah, like yeah. it's not the Berlin Wall but I did buy a couple of them anyway. So. Uh, did you hear about that? I suppose this can come into sort of this. Well, this isn't anything, but this could be quite relevant. Of you know, there's like people that fall in love with objects, and there's like someone. Who, well, isn't there someone that like went to the Berlin Wall and like fell in love with the Berlin Wall and like took a bit of the Berlin Wall oh it sounds credible there was someone yeah. who married the Eiffel Tower yeah yeah there? I was watching a video of oh not video of her a YouTube oh my god how old does that make me sound like a YouTube <laughs> thing of her and she's really into chandeliers and she sleeps with like, chandelier in, yeah yeah no, but none of us sleep with a chandelier in our bed yeah but that scene in Only Fools and Horses where that chandelier falls out of the ceiling <laughs> oh, do you know what? that gets me off so much <laughs> I'm going to buy loads of those postcards of the Berlin Wall and I'm going to Put, put them all together. Own ball, I'm Berlin make my own Berlin <laughs> How many of those would you have to buy? <sighs> Quite a few of them, but yeah. they're real parts of the Berlin Wall. Well, exactly. I went to the Currywurst Museum. Nice, nice. An actual small museum dedicated to sausages. Yum. I mean, I'm a vegetarian now. They did but... a vegetarian one. Yeah. Were well, you a vegetarian at the yeah. time? See, when I went, whenever I've been to Germany, I have not been a vegetarian, so I have had currywurst and bratwurst Berlin's the place to be if you're a vegetarian like they they were very ahead of the curve mm. with all that they're very Big like hipsters again yeah but they are they've got a lot of vegetarian food there mm. when I went to France that was worse because they just don't even know what vegetarian yeah, is yeah yeah my brother is a vegetarian and he lived in well he lived in Germany for a bit but not in Berlin so he really struggled there and then he let, lived in France for a year and again was really hard and like whenever I went to visit him I just had to have like cheese boards all the time when I went to France I was like oh another cheese board Imagine which is fun for like a, well yeah he actually was a vegan when he was in um, India but then and he was a vegan when he moved back here but when he went there at home he was a vegan but he just couldn't be a vegan when he went out because it was like yeah. otherwise literally what can you eat mm. nothing mm. not in France no I just don't understand it yeah exactly they're very they're very forward thinking on a lot of things but not that no, yeah exactly it's very true so do you have any notes 
already. Um, I, I did write down how you know like Roxy in Chicago um, Hedwig has like her type 5 like when she's doing before uh-huh. she does her song she's like doing her jokes and then the guy on the um, on the drums like boom tish boom tish what does she say then? I didn't I was gonna write some of the lines down and I didn't write any of the lines but there's like some really lame but funny jokes in it well speaking of that like we were saying about how relatable it was like that Hedwig is performing in all of these like cafes and divey sort of bars people are like, just so uninterested people are just completely lacking interest when honeybees go shopping it's something to be seen they swarm to wildflowers get nectar for the queen everything you bring I really like the mum. The mum of Hedwig is really supportive. Yeah. Although, you could say that, but you could also frame it that she's kind of, she gives some terrible advice in it. Like, she's pretty supportive of Hedwig, like, going and getting an operation for, like, the completely wrong reasons. Yeah. Just to run away with a weird general. Oh, um, he's, so, <laughs> he's so disgusting and sleazy. Luther. Luther. Luther Richardson. Oh god, oh. you remember his whole name? No, I wrote it down actually. <laughs> he is so he just he's so slimy. But she's just like, yeah, Luther, uh, not Luther. <laughs> yeah, Hedwig, go and uh, cut off your genitalia <laughs> just for this man. But she want. I think it's not for the man though. I think it's because she wants. Because at the time, and it's so sad because like months later, the Berlin Wall comes down. But people were literally like in reality people were jumping over the wall and being shot people they knew they were going to be killed but they still wanted to try and get over the berlin wall so it's like people were so desperate to get out and oh uh, you think that's why yeah yeah because she just couldn't see any life for hedwig and someone like hedwig in the world that they were living in that like communist state but hedwig seemed like he was having an all right sort of life at that point like he was just lounging around (laughs) being fed sweets yeah Yeah, but he yeah, but he wasn't fed sweets until the Americans came along, and exactly. he w- he was lounging around on like a on like a bombed church. <laughs> he had it made. <laughs> it's like a, his gummy bears were clear. Gummy bears. His gummy bears. Gummy bears. <laughs> oh yeah, his clear gummy bears. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, fair enough. I didn't really make the connection. I don't know. That's how that. I've always seen it. Is that his mum just really wanted? Well, when. Hedwig was Hansel just really wanted Hedwig to get out and to have a better life yeah but the most tragic thing is that Hedwig has this operation that goes wrong and then A. Luther leaves her and also um, did you just misgender Hedwig? I, I did I, I did I'm sorry did you just, did you just do that? no <laughs> the only reason is because I'm thinking of Hedwig when they were Hansel the thing about this I think that's the good thing about this film is that it's not really like it's so um, the film itself is like non-binary movie mm. like it's like there's no like I think I don't think Hedwig knows how they identify I think that's no. the point of it is like mm. it's a big like gender bendy yeah, yeah, piece yeah. of fun like that's the point mm. like because you could argue that Hedwig does get the operation for like strange reasons mm. and the whole like conclusion of the movie really is about 
Hedwig sort of like throwing away all of those things mm. and just like walking off naked into like mm. accepting the road yeah. for some reason. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's got that feel to it. It's like, oh, you know, because like, it, it then, gives away the wig. Mm. Like, that's the point. And then Yitzhak. Yitzhak. Who, like, at the end is all like dressed in a beautiful dress and like wig mm-hmm. and is a woman at that point but then later on is like always as a man and so yeah, yeah it's like just... it's just a big gender bendery piece of yeah, fun yeah. that's okay. kind of yeah well now so... I feel better for yeah, exactly. doing Hedwig that's alright <laughs> I think Hedwig Hedwig's more than man or woman Jade Hedwig's an idea okay mm. Hedwig Hedwig is a, a state, a state of, of mind yeah <laughs> When I went to when I was in Berlin, I went to um, the Checkpoint Charlie mm. um, like Berlin Wall Museum, and they had loads of cool stuff in there. It was very interesting. Um, also, they remind you of the Holocaust, like literally, like all everywhere in Berlin, mm. they're just reminding you of the Holocaust constantly around yeah. every corner. It's like don't forget the Holocaust happened yeah. around every corner, which is which is good. I think it's good for yeah. Berlin to have that. But it is interesting that they do that yeah. so much. But also um, in the museum. They had this one room which had this big um, glass case in it with just a chainsaw in there and it was like this commemorative chainsaw and you go up to it and on the plaque it says Ronald Reagan's chainsaw <laughs> and that's it and no context. Well, so you don't know what the chainsaw was about? I probably could have like inquired about it but I kind of like the mystery. Yeah, I want to yeah, know yeah. why oh, yeah. Ronald Reagan's chainsaw is in there. Yeah and what does it represent? Why yeah. I didn't know Ronald Reagan could even operate a chainsaw. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought I'd tell you about That's that. That's interesting, just, yeah. I've, I've had it on my mind for a few years and I've just wanted to get it <laughs> no, out you've there. you've got it out. Yeah. I've Luther Robinson, wanker, sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> but he does help Hedwig. Yeah, but then he leaves Hedwig for like a another, very... Another PYT. <laughs> a very, very young, very, very young boy. That's his type. Yeah, young boys. Yeah. Yeah, he's a sleazeball. Um, I really like, one of my favourite songs is Sugar Daddy. Yeah, me too. It's got a car wash. I'm blooming, I'm blooming. What a thrill of the joy. Like the blitzkrieg on the road. It's the sweetest taste I've known. Oh yeah. If you got some sugar, bring it home. Oh yeah. Come on, sugar daddy, bring it home. Have you ever heard the Neil Patrick Harris version. Yeah, I like it, but I yeah. prefer I, I just prefer all of the soundtrack of this. Oh, I definitely, to the, to like the other one. Yeah, this is definitely the best. But I do really like watching. Sometimes I watch the um, Neil ha- Patrick Harris version at the, the Tony Tonys, Awards, yeah. and it's so cool. I like that. Oh, he's very good. Mm. Like he is really, really good. I would have liked to have seen him as Hedwig. If it ever comes around, well, I know he won't be in it, but no, it would but, be worth seeing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd love to see it. But it's um, never really on in the UK. It seems to have been touring a lot in the US recently mm. but I've never been aware of it come over to the UK yeah I think it did but I think it happened like back in the mm. whenever it, whenever they were doing it yeah, like in the yeah. late 90s I imagine yeah, so before our time mm. um, I related to this film quite a lot because I you know being a little weird child myself were you a weird child Jade did you did you have any insecurities that you'd like to reveal on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I mean, doesn't everyone? Or... Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I always remember being... I remember at school saying... Like, because I was always really frustrated how, like, boys could do loads of things that, like, girls couldn't. 
even though we could but you know i remember a few times being to people like i just really want to be a boy and like i just want to be a boy because it was like frustrating to me of like Mm -hmm. how and i have an older brother and when i was younger i always used to like if my brother was like my parents have so many pictures of like say if we were doing fancy dress and my brother dressed as a pirate i would be like i want to be a pirate too and it'd be like whatever my brother did like i wanted to do it too but yeah no i think i remember saying that at school to some people and they just thought i was really weird when i was like (laughs) i just want to be a boy but it was like because i was frustrated at what i could see as like things stopping me yeah which shouldn't you know gender shouldn't stop people from doing stuff but... yeah but it does when you're a kid yeah, especially yeah. when you're growing up in like the 90s and like you don't have anything to yeah exactly and it was like, like tell you otherwise yeah and it's like oh boys do the football girls do the netball and just like those kind of like really basic like gender divides of just stupid things like that but then it was like not that I like football or anything but there was part of me that was like well why can't I do football it's always it's always like questioning stuff like that when I was a kid it is unfair because no one should have to do netball no exactly <laughs> no one should go do you know what my mum not anymore but up until like a few years ago still played netball like she'd still went and played netball on it's like, like Monday evening it's like someone saw basketball and was like do you know what this doesn't need? <laughs> the kinetic movement. Yeah. It just definitely doesn't need that. So it's just, this is what it's, it's missing is it needs people standing still. <laughs> what was your favourite sport? Um, I mean, I won't pretend I was a massively sporty kid. <laughs> I actually used to play hockey quite a bit. And wow. I used to go on a Saturday morning. My dad used to pay, take me to hockey. That's cool. I did hockey. What about you? Well, I didn't really have any but if there was one that i liked the most it was basketball oh yeah basketball's cool cool. i always knew even then that like this is an american sport this is cooler than our sports yeah it's cooler than uh like football yeah Mm. the squeaking yeah there's something about that yeah The, the the slam dunks yeah definitely and it's like you know it's cool because the looney tunes did a film that's true about it so space jam probably did contribute a little bit to my um my love of basketball <laughs> so when i was younger i was really annoyed about space jam because i i convinced myself whether this actually happened or not but i convinced myself that i had a dream that was basically space jam without the basketball before space jam came out <laughs> what? and without then I, the basketball yeah so like How the looney space t- jam then? well because of the looney tunes and like they came into like the real world and stuff oh. so i had a dream about that th- part of it and I whether I did or not or like after I saw Looney Tunes I Are convinced myself you trying to claim that you wrote Space Jam I'm trying, to, I'm trying to say that someone somewhere tapped into my dream thought that would make a brilliant film if we add basketball well you know sometimes that's just what you need it's that one ingredient that you're missing <laughs> exactly did you ever have anything like that where you went to see something and it was almost like deja vu or like you were like I've seen this before or I've thought of this before yeah but the problem of deja vu is that like you kind of forget it quite soon afterwards don't you like mm. it feels so like real in the moment and then it's like waking up from a dream like a couple yeah. of moments later it's gone I'm not going to lay claim to inventing anything <laughs> or that writing I... any film no but but I do have it quite often now where I will like come up with the idea for an app like I'm always inventing apps I'm like that's a great idea for an app why doesn't that app exist and then I find out that it exists already. Like the mm. other day, I was like, oh, there's this. I was like, I wish we had an app, right? Where you could just go through your cupboards if you're running low on foods and you could just enter in exactly what you've got. Like, I've got one tin of tomatoes, I've got 
um, this, I've got like some pasta, I've got this, and then it will like generate a meal for you. Mm. You don't have to get anything else. It's just it, it makes you it out of what you've got. Mm. And someone's like, oh, that already exists. Well, that's a cool app. Yeah, but it already exists. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't make any money off of it. No. And I'm going to tell you this because, you know, I don't think anyone's come up with it yet. And I'm only going to tell you because I'll never actually invent it because I don't know how. But I want it to exist. So if we tell someone like this in here, just like an app inventor. If you want to develop this app, that's fine. I'm also saying it on here because I want it to be on record. Yeah. And dated, you, like a yeah. patent. Yeah. Like my copyright on it, just so people know that I did invent this app because I think mm. this is a good idea for an app. It would, I don't know what it would be called. It'd be called like, I don't know, my personal radio station or something. It'd be catchier than that. That's a working title. But what it would be is, if you've got like a phone with Bluetooth on it or Wi-Fi or anything like that, whatever technology you need for this, if you're listening to a song on it, you can flip a switch where you open up your phone to like be on air, like like to be live. So anyone on the bus that you're on can listen to what you're listening to, whether it be a podcast or a song. So your phone becomes like your radio station, your curated playlist, like whatever you're listening to. And the people just within your close vicinity can listen to what you're listening Almost to. Almost like if they were attaching to your Bluetooth or something. Exactly. But you're in control. They can't control what you're... Mm. Like, they like, can't say, like, swap your... Yeah, let's like, say you're on a bus and there's like 30 people on the bus. If they all want, they can all tap into what you're listening to. And then you're in control. And it's like you're you're the dj of, of the bus and also you could speak into it and be like coming up next like hey party people it's like like you could do that but uh, but the person who they're listening to has like agreed to let it's not like people are just listening yeah you turn it on or off oh okay because then it could be like if you're listening to something i've thought about the privacy issues for this day. It's, <laughs> it's impenetrable anyway that's on record now mm. please don't edit that out of the podcast yet. i know it wasn't like a particularly funny or interesting part but it's now on record and if anyone steals that you can but i expect some mm. financial yeah for the idea contribution the um what's it called like the intellectual property mm-hmm. yeah you can name it something else because i don't think that please will be do name it something <laughs> yeah. else <laughs> so i really related to hedwig's eyebrows oh yes because i don't have any eyebrows <laughs> and um we have pretty much the same eyebrows and like long periods of the film Hedwig only has one eyebrow I don't know if you noticed there's times when I notice that Hedwig like rubbed them one off yeah and like that's my life yeah (laughs) yeah so that's something so do you you were talking before and I guess I kind of cut you off because I was talking about myself as 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 I often do but you're saying that you relate so you feel this is a relatable film for you do you think or in just terms of being like a weird little child who no one understands mm. yeah I do relate to that like this film was one of those films that I used to watch like in secret mm. just because of the themes of it and everything and I just remember seeing it when I was quite young and just being like oh I relate to this mm. um, how old do you reckon you were when you first saw it it was probably like on TV at some point in the early 2000s I saw mm. it or maybe I might have even like rented it or something yeah. I used to like rent things in secret mm. and stuff like that I can't remember so like early teen do you reckon yeah like pre- like even like just yeah like the earliest of teens yeah probably. oh okay yeah because yeah. Yeah. I think I used to wear about 15 or 16 was when I first saw it also actually around that time was like peak 
illegal streaming. Oh, okay, so yeah, I, yeah. So I probably just watched it, Watch it like live, that yeah. way, like downloaded mm. it. I do remember downloading it at one point. Mm. How did you hear about it? Because it is a cult sort of thing, Yeah, isn't it? but when you're, like, young and closeted and, like, you're just trying to, like, hang on to anything, like, you, mm. you, you develop a pretty keen, like, ear for, like, things that are going on. Right, yeah. Somehow, yeah. I don't know how. No. But you just notice and you just keep mm. an eye out for everything and you just find things through other things and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. It was before the origin of love. So Jade, before we were recording, you were saying about how you really wanted to get the tattoo. Um, yeah, no, not now, not now, just to put it out there. So in, for people that haven't seen this, there's a song, Origin of Love, and it's like about, like, it's kind of about a, is it a Greek mythology story? Yes, yeah, Greek I mythology so. th- story about how, like, can't, can't remember any of the gods' name, but like, the gods, people are like two people some men and women some women and women some men and men and then the god like splits them up and then people are like roaming the earth looking for their other half and then there's like these quite like basic drawings (laughs) (laughs) of like i don't know it's like animation but it's very basic animation but it's cool the the production budget of this movie went into the sets and costume design and everything and the wigs and the wigs and then when it came to in fact there's that scene where there's like a thousand wigs wigs. it's really freaky (laughs) actually but you can tell that when it came to like designing this tattoo and some of the animation it's like it was an afterthought yeah i mean the <laughs> tattoo is literally like a circle with a line a wiggly line in the middle and like two eyes and when i was like 17 it's the or, yin and yang symbol yeah it, it's like a bit of a unique yin and yang symbol but at the time when i first watched this i thought that was so cool and i just loved the idea of that and i really wanted it as a tattoo luckily i didn't get it a because it's quite basic but also because I really don't agree with that. Like, I think that's, I mean, I suppose it's because I've been single for like so, so, so long, but I'm- I been, don't need no man. <laughs> well, I mean, it would be nice, <laughs> but I think that I'm like, that's like an added extra. It's not like I'm half a person until I find someone else. No, Jane, so I think yes, you are. You're, you're, you're half <laughs> a person. I'm worthless. I'm, no, but it's like a shit. It's actually like not a very good, I don't think it's a very good way to look on like love of like, yeah. oh, I'm just, but then you had a completely yeah, different. I did because I never thought. I, I mean, I have to admit, like the first couple, of, like the first time I heard it, I might have got that from it a little bit. But I think my interpretation of it is that because the film is so heavily about gender and stuff, and it is about love a little bit, but it's not really because you know, Hedwig has like a couple of different lovers and a couple mm-hmm. of different relationships and blah blah blah. It seems to me more to be more about like gender it mm. does maybe that's just my perspective on it because i've got a slight bias but i don't know that's what i feel like the i think kind of that about. you are right though because at the end because the way i saw it before when i hadn't, hadn't really heard that side of it was at the end his tattoo when hedwig is like taken off the wig and everything and in like little pants and no actually not even little pants nothing completely naked walking on the street the tattoo is like complete complete so i kind of thought like of it as oh they realized they didn't need anyone else and they yeah, like a love exactly. but then actually i think your idea of it being about gender is probably right because they've kind of been like you said it's like all gender bending and 
they had they were all dressed as a woman but then took off the wig and everything and then it's sort of just naked naked but i guess if you would look at that naked body on a very base level it would be more man yeah so then it's like well then there's the female side and then there's the male side and that's kind of like become one so i think you're actually right do you have any tattoos i have no tattoos would you ever get any tattoos yeah i really want one and i don't know if it's just because i just feel like i'm missing out on something Mm. and everyone like literally everyone i know has one yeah everyone most people have them now that's why i kind of think it's cool when people don't because it's like yeah it is but also i just want one like i want to feel what it feels like and i want to just have it done fucking hurts i'll tell you that much yeah but i I want to feel pain i want to feel something jade (laughs) no (laughs) what would you get do you know well that's the problem there's i can't think of anything that i care about enough to get a tattoo of it Mm. and to me like it has to be something like that why don't you get the tattoo from <laughs> the I'm not gonna get that. The only thing. Would you two... get anything from like a film or like? Cause you, yeah, you know. exactly. The the two things that I've toyed with is I would either get Lisa Simpson on me, cool, like old, like the old yeah, Lisa, yeah. like her saxophone or something. Yeah, that's cool. Because I've always related to Lisa Simpson. Mm. I don't know why. I just find her the, like the most relatable character on The Simpsons. Or I would get something like Kurt Vonnegut related because right. I love Kurt Vonnegut like he's my favourite author but that's so that's so wanky like no, no it is like getting I, I do think that getting like some you know some underground book like some kind of quote or something is, is just the worst like, if you like it um... I know but it's so hipster it's, so, it's just the worst there's nothing worse than like a, a book geek mm. like do you know what I mean like, like if you read like it's fine like I read I re- I'm gonna say it I read okay yeah. I do I'm a reader you'll admit it I'll admit it like I'm not ashamed of that you, sh- you should read but you shouldn't go on about it like and have like quotes like <laughs> quotes and stuff yeah. like that's there's, there's something so cringy about that so I do want that but I also just don't want to look like a complete tool yeah my friend's got a portrait of Nikola Tesla on her arm she's got another one of Ian Brown <laughs> <laughs> she's got loads of tattoos but... is it solo uh, work Ian Brown um, I think it's like Stone Roses in Brown, mm. but didn't he like? Is it doesn't he like? I mean, I love the Stone Roses; they're one of my favorite bands. But didn't he like beat up his wife or something like that? Was he like? But he can write a song. I but he can that. write a damn good riff. Um, I can't. I have no idea. Actually, I don't know much mm. about Ian Brown. I know that I really liked uh, the song Fear. Oh yeah, F E A R. Forget everything and remember. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good song. It's a great like if you yeah. like an acronym. Yeah. You're gonna love that I love song. It. Um, but yeah, oh, you brought the tone down there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? No, it's because I went on a date with this guy recently, and we were talking about like um, uh, James Brown, and then he, he oh, he like, definitely did. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking about James Brown, and then I, I was know like, that. and then there's a joke. I was like, oh yeah, and then there's Ian Brown, and then there was another. There's another song Bobby Brown. Brown. Bobby Brown. The three Browns. And then he was like, oh, do you know what they've all got in common? They've all been up there partners. And I was like, ah, okay, the Trinity. And I haven't gone on another date with him, not because of that, but I mean, it kind of soured the date mood. Yeah, it's a strange uh, topic of conversation yeah, exactly. for like a first really, date. Really scraping in the barrel yeah. of the conversation. <laughs> Is that that date that you went on that you was telling me about when you were going on it? Like it was a recent one. Um, yeah, it was fairly recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, the joys of 
<laughs> internet dating. Was that on his profile? Like, like what I like to talk about. <laughs> any person with the, yeah, any person with the last name Brown, as long as they've abused women. You gotta have some of that trivia in your back pocket, yeah, well, you yeah. know, for dates not going so well. You gotta have it. Oh, okay. How did we get there? It's funny, in my mind, I always get mixed up between the flashback sequences in this and the flashback sequences in um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh, okay, yeah. Because there's that bit in Priscilla where, like, um, he's doing a flashback of him as a child and he's in the bath. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, the uncle comes in and, like, wants to touch him. Yeah. No, no, the uncle's in the bath and he comes in and then he pulls the plug out. And, and he, he like stuck in the blood. Up, yeah, 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 it's hilarious. Yeah, that's good. Dirty old fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love Priscilla. I love it too. It's one. It's like my um, feel good movie. Uh, yeah, me and my dad used to watch it quite a bit. My dad loves Priscilla. Oh, I love that. I wish my dad yeah. loved things like that. Yeah, my dad. I wish my dad was gay like your dad. Which <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad clearly is. <laughs> um, and also, my dad introduced me to. Um, uh, Rocky Horror Show as well. My, I don't think my dad's ever seen this, but I've always said to my dad he needs to watch it because he'd really like it. Oh, what, Hedwig? Yeah, yeah, he's never seen Hedwig, I don't think, but he would be a big fan of this film, definitely. Sounds like your dad's got a little secret. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Okay, um, I think, should we wrap it up? <laughs> well, <after> you're cute. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, it's a modern time. Exactly. Okay? You, you know, know you, you're, your dad can, I'm not saying your dad is gay, I'm just saying, <laughs> He can, can be gay. He can be gay. He can be gay if he wants. And he can also be, you know, anything he wants to be. Gay, exactly. Okay? And he a fan. Married, of he, can be a, he can be a fan man. He can be a man man. He can be gay man. He can be whatever he wants to be. Okay. This Stop is judging your own dad. If this is 2019. We can be whatever we exactly. want to be. Exactly. So before we go, if yes. you could be anything that you, seeming as this is like about being whatever you want to be, a national or whatever anything like anything in the world if you could be anything you want to be what would you be world peace <laughs> you would be world peace <laughs> wow that's yeah. impressive i'd like to be happy jade yeah don't we all <laughs> how about you what would you like to be um i would like to be no fuck it, i want to be a biological woman jade that's what i want <laughs> <laughs> i want to be hedwig in a like a play, be able to no, I don't mean You're like pandering to Hedwig. No, now. I want to like I want to. I've always wanted to be in musicals, but I can't sing. I can't dance that well either. This is the closest we're ever going to get to association. I want to be in like a rock musical or a rock star. Jade, we're going to make that happen for you. <laughs> make a wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you ever get a terminal illness, <laughs> but... I'll work on that for you. Okay. I'll be performing. Hedwig on Broadway. Yes. So thank you for listening to Musical Chairs. It's good to be back in yes. 2019. Happy 2019. And uh, we will talk to you later. We'll talk to you <laughs> soon. We haven't decided what we'll do next week, but or not next week, next time, but uh, it will be good. That's Yeah, we'll definitely do another one. So. <laughs> good, yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.